If your job is on life support, you need the job doctor. My brain is a walking database of thousands of case studies on how careers rise and fall. I'll help you diagnose what's really going on. It's the guidance you need to get back on track from someone who's been there. You can make the money you always wanted to make, doing the type of work you have always wanted to do. You may just need a little help from the job doctor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Job Doctor. The Job Doctor is in, and I want to talk about pay negotiation today. Asking for a raise is incredibly difficult, especially in an environment where there's a lot of layoffs going on. And today, Heidi is on the line with us. Heidi, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You bet. Heidi, tell us a little bit about what's going on and where you're at with asking for a raise. Have you asked for it yet, or is this something that's just in the making? I'm coming up on my one-year work anniversary on July 5th. Okay. And I've sort of gotten the ball rolling with my boss, let him know that I was hoping to discuss a raise and am in the process of kind of writing up a negotiating letter that I'm going to send to him for him to pass along to HR. And what was his response when you told him that you wanted to talk to him about this? Um, I think he was open and kind of expecting it. He's new to the role himself. And in conversations with him, he sort of discovered that there's a wide range of salary discrepancies amongst uh, the employees where I currently work. Mm-hmm. And, and he's uncovering that there's some unfairness within the workplace. I see. So do you know where he stands on you getting a raise so far or has he held his cards pretty tight to the vest? Um, I think he's for it, but I I work for a nonprofit organization. So a lot of that is sort of whether or not we have the budget for it. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, you are in a nonprofit company and what is your role? That's also really important in this conversation. Yeah, I'm a family nurse practitioner. I work in primary care at a community health center. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Here's the here's <laughs> the news. Nursing is a really hard practice and it's a whole different pay negotiation than other companies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Here's just kind of the the bottom line on it. HR is going to have a structure and they're going to be diehards on this structure and whether you fit into it or whether you don't fit into it. And it's very black and white in the nursing world. Mm -hmm. Now, it's possible that this company that you work for is not as advanced as other facilities. Do you know if there are pay grades and ranges already established? So um, there aren't. And that is sort of the problem. Um, We do also have a new human resources director where I work who. I think is working on establishing standardized pay grades, you know, stepwise so that there are salary ranges for, you know, say, nur- yeah, so say a nurse practitioner one, a nurse practitioner two, and so on. Um, prior to that, the salary ranges were sort of up to the discretion of the former health center mm-hmm. director. Got it. And really were all over the place. So, uncovering some favoritism and uncovering massive discrepancies in salary, which, you know, unfortunately can't be reversed. But I personally discovered that there was a pretty significant 
salary discrepancy between myself and my colleagues with just one year additional work experience. Mm -hmm. So that sort of got the ball rolling for me thinking about this um, earlier on Uh and trying to advocate for myself. You've got some leverage, my friend. So here's the good (laughs) news in my earlier wah, wah, wah. You've got... You've got some good things. If they don't have a structure and they're working on a structure and somebody new is in the HR role who wants to make a splashy difference and wants to do this right, you can Mm -hmm. be very helpful to them. However, here's what to do and what not to do. You do not send a letter, okay? I don't want a letter because letters get too long and they're your least effective way to get it over the finish line. I don't care if you send Mm -hmm. a follow-up that's something that says, hey, we talked about this and here's in summary what I, you know, what we talked about. You're mm-hmm. going to do better if you can have the conversation in person with your manager and possibly yes. even in person with HR with charts. And here's why the charts are important. In your mm-hmm. world, if let's just say number of patients seen per week is, is something that's right. measured, you would want to put on a chart. This is what the low is. This is the median and this is the high so that they can mm-hmm. visually see where you are relative to other people. And to the degree that your manager has that information and you can put it on a chart, that's really powerful. People make decisions based on glances at charts or things that visually they can see that they can incorporate in 10 seconds and letters mm-hmm. take too long. So that would be one thing. Um, what okay. are some other measures that tell you you do better than somebody else or that you're, you know, you should be paid more? Sure. Um, I mean, definitely, like you said, the the most patients seen per week. Okay. As of right now, I'm only one of two providers who works a 40-hour work week and I see three patients an hour. So I definitely see the most patients per week, you know, as long as everybody comes to their appointments. So Therefore, you know, generating more revenue for mm-hmm. the health center. We do have a few providers who work entirely uh, remotely. So we've also been kind of picking up the slack in the office, doing physical exams and well child visits and those sort of things that can't really be accomplished over a computer screen. So okay, stop there for a minute. That's yeah. one that. So if you have a checklist where. Think about when you're shopping online and there's features, right? This backpack has these five features and this backpack has 10 features. You need to create a chart that looks similar to say, you know, the remote people can do these things, but when you're in person, we do those things plus these four other extra things. So again, visually, you can see that there's more tasks that somebody that's in in the role in the building has to do. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like something you have a grasp on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. What else would you say? No, no, I appreciate that. Well, I also, I believe I'm the only nurse practitioner there who has prior experience working in community health. I worked in community health, uh, a very prestigious community health center Mm -hmm. in Boston for three years. And I had a colleague who was hired at the exact same time as me at the same salary as me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of feel like that experience really wasn't taken into consideration. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I also have some unique certifications that set me apart from some of the other providers that, that no one else has in the health center. So um, that's a, that's a unique skill set that I can add. (laughs) Perfect. Certifications slay my friend. 
And so if you can then maybe your third slide or a part of a second slide, you know, so long as you have different charts and graphs are very easy to see, to be able mm-hmm. to list those certifications that might be above and beyond what others have, as well as calling yes. out, you know, the experience that you have in this role versus those that don't, that are mm-hmm. coming into the role being paid the same, but don't have it. That's really useful. I think if you put together those few slides, you should be able to make a pretty good run at saying, and these are the words I would use, as we are scoping these roles and deciding what the right pay is, Mm -hmm. here are some things that I can see that would differentiate me and be a great justification as why I should be paid higher in the range than I am today. Mm -hmm. As Mm -hmm. you're building this, I'd like you you to take a look at that and as you consider my request. Because the key to getting this across the finish line is you have to make an argument that gets past your manager's manager. And that's like corporate speak. But in this case, in nursing, gets past your manager's HR person because that's kind of how it works in nursing. And so when you're able to show that data and say it feels like a higher grade of job or a higher level, then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're speaking their language when you say this job needs to get scoped higher than some of the others, and here's why. And I think you might have a pretty good shot at getting it if you're able to do that. And if you have a good relationship with your manager, do you? I do. He's quite new, um, but I feel pretty comfortable with him. Um, He's super busy and cleaning up, you know, cleaning up some uh, messes that the previous director left behind. So, you know, I think he's sort of juggling a lot of different needs and expectations from a lot of people. But yeah, he's really nice and he's been very open and understanding. Okay. Unfortunately, you know, logistically there is, uh, I do seem to be kind of siloed from human resources. We're in totally separate buildings. Mm -hmm. So I approached my, my boss about this conversation, but it kind of seemed like he was the middleman and needed to go to HR and see if what I was looking for was in the budget. Do you recommend trying to schedule something with him and the HR director together? I think I would start with my manager first, especially if he's an ally. If he's an ally, you can say, Mm -hmm. here's what I put together. And I think we're going to need, we, did you catch that? We are on the same team. We are going to need an argument to take to Mm -hmm. the next level up. And I wanted to show you the way I see it and then share with them the data and say, do you see it any differently? Is there anything in here that you think could strengthen it? What do you think we're going to be up against? And when Mm -hmm. you can get your manager working with you and evolve like that, then you're on the same team. You'll learn a lot of things because they'll say, oh, you know, I watched this happen one time before and this might be a problem for us, you know. And if budget Mm -hmm. is part of the problem, it's always the thing that you get back is budget, right? I don't have the budget for it. Right. There may be ways in your manager's budget that they could consider. They know the budget better than you. So I would ask my manager, are there areas in the budget that we could come up with to eliminate that last argument? You know, Mm -hmm. places that we could save to do this. If you can't, it gets trickier. But it sounds to me like it's going to cost them more to replace you than it would if you left it sounds like it would cost them more anyway. Do you think that's true? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, their community health in particular is extremely demanding and there's very high burnout and lots and lots of turnover Mm -hmm. of providers, usually every one to two years. I think in the last 
two years alone, three or four, maybe even more than that providers mm-hmm. have left. And, you know, there, that's a lot of lost revenue because people take three to six months to be onboarded and they're not seeing, you know, full, they don't have a full patient schedule. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a lot of lost revenue to continually have to replace providers year after year. So yeah, I was trying to make that argument, how we could collaboratively work together to make my position sustainable at the health center. Yeah. I mean, if they're losing people, then that's something leverages. I have what you need. And if you can say, look, I, I want to stay here and continue to do good things. And I know it's hard to find good people. I, mm-hmm. I but I do want to be paid fairly for what the mm-hmm. role pays. And are you getting any calls from recruiters at this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had multiple job interviews over the last few months um, for similar positions, mm-hmm. but that would actually be closer to home right now. I, I have a pretty significant commute, which I actually did the calculation out there and equates to about $12,000 mm-hmm. in gas mileage and all of that. So I didn't know if that was also an argument that I could make or if you didn't think that was something that I would need to. Well, the problem with that argument is this. That's about you. And really to get what you want from an employer, you have to address everything from a lens of what's in it for them. So they don't care that you drive more. You do, but they don't. So what do they care about? They care about lost traction if you leave and retraining, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a top performer. And, Mm -hmm. And so I would not bring that up as a point because it's likely not going to help you get the increase. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you really have to hit after what are their pain points? How can you fill their pain points? And once you can address that, you'll have much more success at getting what you're after. And, and we talked about, you know, the greatest leverage you have is results. And when you can put on a piece of paper, look at where I stand in these key measures relative to others. um, Mm -hmm. I think that's your best argument. Right. Right. Yeah. And normally that's something providers have access to in Mm -hmm. terms of their productivity Um, But that's something that we haven't really been privy to since I started. So the new director is working on making that information more accessible to us because I certainly would love to actually, you know, see documentation and Mm -hmm. um, evidence that I'm doing a good job. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, that would be my best advice to you is really to summarize, work with your manager who you have a good relationship with do some homework, put it in front of them and say, look, I understand that this is not an easy ask. I understand Mm -hmm. that the budget is not so free flowing that, you know, money's flowing easily. And I want to make sure that we put the best argument in front of HR that we can and kind of get them engaged in what that needs to look like. And I think that's your best bet. And you might have to come back and have one more run at it and say, oh, I hear what you're saying. I hear, let me let me work on this one more time until it looks like something that really makes sense. And then then I think you'll have a manager who will feel comfortable in taking it up the chain for you. Yeah, that sounds great. So you think doing that as a PowerPoint presentation or, or charts would be better than a letter? Yeah. Visually, charts, anything that I can see it more so than, you know, just lots of words. Words are very hard to sort through. And we have such right. a short attention span anymore. We're so used to swipe right, <laughs> swipe left world that it's just easier to see it in an infographic if possible. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. I'll have some homework to do this weekend. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope that's helpful. Is there any 
one thing that you think is a big takeaway for you today? I mean, I definitely appreciate your advice to make a visual presentation. That's not something that I had really thought about. And then sort of getting working to get my my manager on my on my team to collaboratively work um, with HR. I hadn't really thought about that either. I was sort of trying to figure out how to manage that with mm-hmm. with him as the middleman. <laughs> yes. Well, if you ever do get to a point that he wants something summarized to forward to HR, just know you can't have more than I would say five or six bullet points is as much as anybody's going to read. And, mm-hmm. and maybe one paragraph to start, five or six bullet points and an ending, you know, with possibly a supportive slide deck that's just, you know, some pictures. But don't make the mistake I see a lot of people make and they have, you know, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of arguments and no one is going mm-hmm. to read it. So you just have to get really good at getting short and sweet. Yes. Yes. That is definitely something I can work on. <laughs> yes. And try to have those conversations in person, even if you can with HR, you'll get further than if you try and do it in a, just an email. So it's easy to say no to an email. You just right. say no, right? It's done. Five seconds. But when you're looking right. at somebody face to face and you see the doggy eyes and you, and you get to hear them talk about, you know, why they're doing more and you, and you really get a little bit more invested and it does have a psychological impact. Right. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think trying to coordinate something in person, it's a, uh, as a primary care provider, I don't have much time, which makes it hard. And sure. trying to hunt down my my boss is also a challenge. But I think trying to prioritize that is a good yeah, next step. I think so, too. Well, I sure appreciate your call today. And for those that are listening, we will have something on the website that you can download that helps you actually craft how you have a conversation about a raise. And if you buy my book, The Unspoken Truths for Career Success, there's two whole chapters dedicated to that. So you get lots of good stuff there and uh, recommend that for people listening. Thank you so much. And we'll see everybody next week. If you like my podcast, you will absolutely love my book. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success, Navigating Pay, Promotions, and Power at Work. I wrote it because I could see that people didn't understand why some people got ahead and some people's career stayed stagnant. So if you're interested in building a more frictionless career path for yourself and having a better experience with work, this is a book that you need to have. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success. You can buy it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or go to my website at thejobdoctor.com.